This is News Talk. All right, we'll begin with the Irish Times this morning. A stunning picture, by the way, on the front of the Irish Times of sunlight reflecting on the floor of the inner chamber at Newgrange during yesterday's winter solstice. Lots of the papers have lovely pictures there. Certainly uh, jealous of the 12 people, like thousands apply and only 12 get selected to actually go into the chamber to have a look at the solstice and dawn at Newgrange. So very, very lucky people indeed. Uh, I saw last night, was it 30,000 normal apply. I think 6,000 applied. Probably others weren't sure was it going ahead or not after COVID. But anyway, gorgeous pictures. Uh, certainly one on the front of the Irish Times by Alan Betson, worth looking at this morning. The main story on the front of the Irish Times is about the Climate Action Plan. And I think listening to all the commentary, certainly here on News Talk yesterday, people were largely welcoming it, but saying this is all grand on paper. It's about implementing it. So the Irish Times says the government unveiled its climate action plan yesterday, making fresh commitments to extend renewable energy, expand public transport and reduce private car use to reduce Ireland's greenhouse gas emissions. However, the Irish Times does say that the Climate Action Plan stops short of identifying specific measures that it would take. Uh, Instead, it's promising uh, that a schedule of policy actions will now be set down in law and will be published in the new year. So we have to wait a little bit of time to to uh, get the actual details on the Climate Action Plan. The Irish Examiner, very sad news on the front page of that paper. Schoolgirl fourth to die from Strep A. A young girl from Glanmire in Cork has become the fourth child to die this year from a rare form of Strep A. Four children in Ireland have now been linked to Strep A. The HSE, though, very, very keen to stress that most children, because obviously it's a worrying time for parents, so the HSE keen to point out that most children who contract strep A will have a mild illness that can be treated with antibiotics um, but the child is named in the Irish Examiner as Saoirse O'Sullivan a fourth class pupil in Glanmire who passed away on Monday and she had contracted strep A uh, prior to her death so that's the sad news on the front of the Irish Examiner. On to the Irish Daily Mail, dramatic headline Fine Gael Sinn Féin Coalition I'd resign from party says Leo. Leo Vradker making it very, very clear that he would resign as a member of Fine Gael if the party entered into coalition with Sinn Féin. The Taoiseach says in a TV interview to be aired tonight, I'd be totally against it. I could not lead my party into coalition with Sinn Féin. This documentary is Two Tribes. I watched the first half hour of it last night. Very interesting. Presented by Sean O'Rourke. It's just on a wee bit late for me. It's on even later tonight. It's five past ten. But uh, Leo Radker will appear again in the documentary tonight saying I'm gone from Fine Gael if that happens. Interesting though in the promo for it, Mary Lou MacDonald says uh, I'm willing to talk to anyone. You know, I'm a grown up, I have to talk to anyone I think is kind of what the promo is saying there so it sounds like it'll be an interesting part two to the documentary this evening but Leo Radker very very clear uh, about a Fine Gael Sinn Féin coalition. The Irish Independent judge criticises lawyers for referring clients to medics. This is a high court judge is criticising the practice which he calls inappropriate of solicitors referring clients to medical professionals
professionals after he dismissed two personal injury claims following a minor tip. This is Justice Michael Toomey, who's also giving out about the overuse of expert evidence in the case and said there were clearly no medical grounds for a solicitor referring one of the plaintiffs to a psychiatric consultant since the solicitor is not a GP. You can read more about that in the Indo. Irish Daily Mirror continues to cover the Regency Hotel murder trial. Phony evidence against Hutch. Phone records show Jonathan Dowdall was not in a park at the time he claimed Jerry Hutch confessed to him that he had shot David Byrne. The special criminal court has heard that trial now uh, on a pause for Christmas. I think they're back is it the 11th? Or of January, so a couple of weeks off for Christmas before that trial resumes uh, and there'll be a lot more front pages about that trial in the new year. The Irish Sun on its front page goes with a TV show, Line of Duty is Back. Jesus, Mary and Joseph and the Wee Donkey, Line of Duty is Back. Uh, the show is returning to deliver the explosive climax denied to fans in the last series. So Adrian Dunbar, Vicky McClure and Martin Compton are on board for a three-part BBC special and apparently what they're saying is there's unfinished business here so we have to do this special. So uh, that's some nice Christmas news if you're a fan of Line of Duty. Some other positive news in the Examiner if, like me, you're fed up of all these scam phone calls which just seem to multiply as the weeks go on. But anyway, the examiner says that the scourge of scam calls could be drawing to a close because uh, scammers who call Irish people from abroad and make it appear like they're calling from an Irish number, uh, obviously to try and defraud them, well, they're going to be blocked from next March, Comreg has said. It's taking the fight to fake number fraud. It said it's taking the fight to fake number fraud. It's a difficult sentence to say. And has been working with a dedicated task force to tackle this and other scam communications. Essentially, the story is Comreg cracking down um, about all these fake numbers and frauds going on and there's so much of it and the latest one I keep getting texts from someone purporting to be from on post claiming that I've money outstanding and before I get my item I have to pay on post which is totally untrue uh, but it's happening a lot and you can get caught out this time of year because if you've orders online maybe on post is meant to be delivering them and then you get these texts it's certainly not pleasant now in the Telegraph this morning uh, now this is in the UK interesting to see if it happens here though. Uh, So security tags in shops. It used to be that you had a security tag on bottles of uh, booze, razor blades, electrical items. But now Aldi has added the yellow stickers, the security tags to packs of sweets. Rows of items in the sweets section at one Aldi store in London have been labelled with the yellow security tag, which will go off if an alarm is stolen. Sorry, it will go off, will set off an alarm if an item is stolen. And the items include a Kinder Snack Bar, which is 85p, Haribo Tangfastics, which are a pound, and a pack of five Cadbury Twirls, which also cost a pound. And shoppers are being warned that product security tagging is in operation. So obviously it's a big, big problem. People stealing, shoplifting. Uh, Obviously households are struggling with rising food prices. But uh, I presume some would say that it's a complete overreaction. Others would say, including the supermarket, that this is necessary. Aldi was approached for comment 
by the Daily Telegraph. No comment as of yet. And this is in one store in London. But if it happens in the UK, it's likely it could happen here in some supermarkets as the cost of living continues to bite. Two final Christmassy stories uh, this morning. The Mirror has been having a look at some of the letters that Irish children have been sending Santa. On uh, Post confirmed it's received 125,000 Santa letters from children all over Ireland. And kids have been asking Santa for everything from world peace to women's World Cup tickets. The postbag to Santa included one from a child who's very honest and wrote, sorry for all the things I did wrong and all the lies. In terms of what Irish children are looking for, squish mallows topped wish lists this year, as well as Lego, Pokemon, train sets and teddy bears. A real... um, reflection there of the past because Pokemon was huge when I was growing up Lego, train sets, all those things, they're still very very popular a few children mentioned they would like peace in their letter so on post reckons this is obviously to do with the war in Ukraine Sarah says I would like peace in the world (laughs) and then she adds and a Barbie doctor so get your priorities right there world peace and also give me a a Barbie too and someone else is looking for women's world cup tickets which is a, a nice one and actually she calls it Girls World Cup tickets she also wants a Man United jersey and snorkel goggles so that's a nice piece it's in the mirror and the star today and staying with Christmas if you're still decorating your tree or you're looking at your tree going not quite nice I don't like it well the Telegraph tells us that an etiquette expert has taken it upon himself to judge people's Christmas trees and he says that tinsel Bright lights and an angel on top of your tree will get you a negative review. This is William Hansen, who's director of the English Manor Etiquette Training Institute there. Uh, The reason he's giving out about the angels, he says that really it should be a star on the top of the tree. However, in terms of what's nice on a Christmas tree, he says that white lights and a star will win you the golden bauble of honour and adulation. He says the perfect Christmas tree must follow a few key rules it has to be real he essentially says he's never seen a nice fake tree or one that looks as good as a real tree he said multicoloured lights are a big no-no I hate I have to be honest these blue lights walking around the estate I see all these trees with blue lights Um, he says blue lights look absolutely horrific I'm inclined to agree with them sorry if you have blue lights on your tree anyway multicoloured lights are a big no-no and he says baubles should stick to just two colours silver and red anything else looks messy and he says tinsel should be banished so if you have tinsel on your tree take it off it's a golden rule he says it's awful for the environment and it just doesn't look good on 106 to 108 fm and newstalk.com this this is news talk